The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another Fan Critical Podcast, where today we are going to be discussing the hotly anticipated Star Wars. Ooh! Okay, so let's let's just break it down. It is Star Wars week right now. When you hear this podcast, it is the week that Star Wars The Last Jedi is released. Uh, so much hype, so, so much hype. And we are going to be doing this podcast today to describe our feelings towards Star Wars and make some predictions for what we think is going to be happening in The Last Jedi. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to give a quick spoiler warning. We are going to be discussing the whole of Star Wars that we have seen. So if you haven't seen all of Star Wars, then still listen to this because you probably won't know much about it anyway. We, we need don't the, care that yeah, much. We need the listens. We do need the listens. That is very yeah. good point. Today, I am joined by someone who is an aggressive, burly force of nature. For fuck's sake. But who deep down, we all know to be a big, soft furball. It's our very own Wookiee. The one and only John McCann. Buzzing with that. <laughs> See, because I can't do any impression, it annoys me, but cheers for that. Yeah, I was really hoping. I mean, we didn't practice or anything. I was really hoping that you, you could do it. I was hoping you could do well, it. I know, but it annoys me in a way. What, I wish you, I could. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to be able to do it, and yeah, I can't it do it. Annoying, um, yeah. So, just, yeah. what I'll do is I'll just add a Wookiee sound in now. Imagine that. Uh, people go, oh, fucking hell, that McCann. He's so talented and sexy. And sexy, yeah. I mean, they've never seen your face, but yeah. Why are you saying that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And by our short, sometimes green creature companion from a galaxy far, far away, otherwise known as Australia, our budget version of Yoda, Gaz. Fuck you. Mate, you're a fucking Jedi Master. You are the Jedi Master. Why He's the coolest that? one. He's so lucky, man. You're so lucky. I don't think I capture the old wizened, like, wizard vibes that Yoda gives, though, do I? I had to go with height, basically, was my barometer for choosing the intros. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, it's Star Wars week. Um, I think it's a good time to talk about our relationship to Star Wars. So mm. I want to just find out about how you guys first experienced Star Wars. And how excited you are about this um, new iteration coming up. I mean, John, what's your relationship with Star Wars? Well, I had uh, Return of the Jedi on VHS. Oh, lovely VHS. So, you know, there you go. But uh, I'm not I'm not one that subscribes to the... Uh, oh, those Ewoks were shit, weren't they? 
because as a kid, I fucking loved all yeah, that. Yeah, I like the Ewoks as so well. So, like, if you grow up with that, then unless you're like really fucking cynical. Um, yeah. But I remember watching my first Star Wars movie at what, what the age of five. Love it, absolutely love it. And uh, Gaz, I know personally because obviously we, you know, spoiler alert for the, uh, you know, the fans out there. Spoiler but... <laughs> warning. <laughs> Me and Gaz grew up together, and I know that you weren't necessarily. <laughs> into star wars at a young age and i had to sort of open your eyes to a galaxy far far away so let's uh, discuss that shall we yeah well that's absolutely true so i um hadn't seen it then when i was about 13 years old i met this met this absolute dweeb who lived next door to me um who (laughs) used to come over all the time with clutching his dvds Saying, please, pushing up his glasses. Oh my, my glasses! Um, hi guys. Um, could we please watch some Star Wars together today? And I'd say no, Alex Leonard. I'm a bit busy, currently, playing sports. And can you leave me alone? Um, but eventually, I relented because he, I think you broke your leg, and I thought, all right. And to be fair, the dweeb was right. So, John, what's your favourite uh, out of all of the Star Wars movies, you know, the new anthology films and obviously the eight episodes we've, uh, or seven episodes, sorry, we've got to this point. What's your favourite Star Wars film? Episode two? <laughs> obviously not. No. no Attack, uh, of the <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Oh, my God. Um, that would be a bombshell. Oh, they've turned off already. They've missed the gag. <laughs> uh, no, A New Hope. No hope. Oh, I love that film. Yeah. It's my favourite. It's a good, yeah. good film. No, that like that to me is uh, everything about it is great. Like the pacing of the film. Yeah. Um. Uh. Even the effects, man. I mean, fucking hell. Well, that's like what fifty years old uh, now. I, guess, I ILM, but... which was uh, you know George, George Lucas sort of created off the back of a New Hope, or when he was creating a New Hope, has become basically industry standard for effects. Like you know, so Star Wars. Like yeah, so good. Star Wars changed the game in terms of um, we've we've done a previous podcast where we talked about uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm. and we we discussed how Blade Runner changed the way we viewed science fiction and <clears throat> it's exactly the same yeah um, thing with Star Wars it it definitely changed the way people visualize storytelling the way they used models and the way they used special effects was <clears throat> it was groundbreaking yeah. revolutionary for yeah, cinema so good so good yeah so good um, and Gaz what about yourself I mean as you said you're a late comer to the to the series, so I wouldn't. I would forgive you if you said that one of the prequels was perhaps your favourite. But what is your no, favourite Star Wars that. film? Absolutely not one of the prequels. Um, they, like, they are shit. They're actually not good films. But what's your favourite one? My my favourite is probably A New Hope as well, to be honest. But I do love Empire Strikes Back. A New Ho- A New Hope is obviously. I'd say among the general fan consensus to be the second most favourite Star Wars film yeah. behind uh, Empire. Yeah. Empire for me is the best uh, is the best one. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it, I just love how dark it, it sometimes gets. I love um, just the set pieces in it. Just it opens up, you know, and Hoth and you get that amazing battle scene, um, you know, where they're trying to escape the planet after yeah, they get yeah. discovered. I yeah. mean, that's just an amazing way to start the film. Plus you get the, the one of the most iconic cinema moments in history with um darth vader and luke you know yeah. on the city in the clouds um yeah. where he reveals he's his father so he told me you killed him <laughs> i mean it's no. just i'm amazed when people don't know that piece of information 
Yeah. That moment is unbelievable. Yeah. Part of me is uh, annoyed that I can't remember that that was ever... I can't remember <clears> the time <throat> I didn't know that. I mean, even yeah. if you don't like Star Wars, you kind of know that. So let's uh, let's discuss where we left off at the end of Episode 7, because obviously <clears throat> The Last Jedi comes out this week. It, As we said, it's a massive phenom- you know, phenomenon. Yeah. It's going to make an absolute fortune, like maybe even $2 billion, $3 billion worldwide. Who knows? Might become the biggest film of all time yeah just because of the hype yeah um but let's cap off where we left at the end of episode seven i mean so episode episode seven came out a lot of people were trepidatious about about the series returning like maybe 30 years after you know in canon wise 30 years after you know the events of return of the jedi yeah um jj abrams helmed it um, the film came in for a bit of criticism in terms of the fact that it was, you know, a copycat storyline of A New Hope, which you guys both said you loved. Yeah. Um, but overall, I've never been happier in a cinema viewing, knowing that they haven't fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Absolutely. was so good. Yeah. I mean, just as an experience to see with my friends, you know, I went to see it multiple times with my friends, my family, <laughs> um, it was just so good to see the characters and and the characters that we loved like Luke and um, Leia mm. and Han yeah. to see them come back and they were all on form. Yeah, I mean John. I mean Luke didn't really do anything. But... Just that stare was enough, mate. Just that stare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, he's cocky. Mark Hamill with his beard. He looks like a sort of lovely, yeah. Someone who's experienced a lot, obviously. Yeah. And we're going to find out more <laughs> about his story in the Last <clears throat> Jedi. But John, what was your thoughts on Episode Seven? And and how we are now teed up for uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, like so. I uh, I remember coming out of the cinema um, after seeing it. And it was, look, I mean, it was fucking relatively late. Uh, it was like maybe the the, the day it had come out. Um, yeah. And I went to see it with my wife and uh, my brother-in-law. And family uh, outing. Yeah, yeah. I just I remember um, just fucking turning to my brother-in-law at the time, and I was just like. Fucking hell, it actually was good. It was actually really good. Like, really good. Yeah, I, I was like relieved. It's a copycat of, of A New Hope, but um, there's enough different about it to, for you to enjoy it. And actually, um, I guess the question is, is it a reboot? Is it is it a reboot? It, it does feel like a reboot, even though yeah. it's not. And it's, you know, <clears throat> and it's discovering what happened. Because we never, none of us ever believed that I mean, it's foolish to think that after the end of Return of the Jedi that, you know, oh, the rebellions won just because the Emperor is dead. I mean, there yeah. was a massive empire that was built there. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. Rome does not yeah. fall in one day. Yeah. Um, so it was it was always interesting to discover what happened to these characters. And there was a lot yeah. of uh, novels that were written um, that happened after the events of Return of the Jedi that yeah. have now been, you know, forgotten about because Disney obviously bought Lucasfilm and they're resetting the timeline. To sort of now have official, like, no, this is this is what happened after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And we're still going to learn more about that in this next film. Yep. With uh, Luke's revelations and what he was doing um, is really interesting. Yep. And to see the Skywalker saga go on, I think, is a great thing. I think they need to move away from the Skywalker saga at some point. Mm. But, but I think it, it does deserve two more films to finish up. Gaz, what did you think about? I went to see it with you, didn't I? In um, when we were back home together, yeah. what did you think about it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved it. I, I went in with your enthusiasm for it already because I think that was like the fifth time you'd seen it or something. Yeah, I, I've been a lot. I went a lot. 
<laughs> it was one of those situations where I'm trying to tell myself, like, don't get carried away because what happens when when somebody builds up a film is like inevitably it's not it doesn't quite meet those expectations does it but I think it really did like I came out of the cinema thinking that was excellent um I don't know what do you think what do you think to Kylo Ren because very interesting character very interesting character I mean um there's always been this uh thing in I mean the, the problem with Carlo Ren, and the, the problem is this, I, I know a lot of people who were disappointed the moment he took his mask off, he became less villainous, which yeah. I can understand. Yeah. But they're trying to portray his, that he is a kid. You know, he Ben Solo is essentially an adolescent, teenager, early, you know, young man. Bolo. Bolo, if, any, if you will. that's what they call him these days. I actually really liked it when he took his mask off and it's just some ugly guy. And it's like, <laughs> he's not ugly, is he? Well, he's not good looking. I mean, he's weird looking. He's a funny looking fella. Well, looks a little bit like Gaz. Very similar, actually. I'll uh, look. I'll give you this, Gaz. Your better looking version than Adam Driver of of Adam Driver. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I've just described him as an ugly fella now. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the end of episode seven. We're left with this very interesting, you know, state of affairs. I mean, Starkiller Base, which is essentially a super mega Death Star, has been destroyed. Mm. Um, You know, the First Order are still a thing. Then they've lost their, like, home base. At the same time as that, um, you've got Kylo Ren defeated by Rey. Uh, to an extent, uh, who needs to complete his training and has essentially taken a massive step towards... Um, the dark side of the force for good by killing Han Solo. Um, John, do you think that uh, going into The Last Jedi, there's a lot of secrecy about the plot and there's a lot of people saying that the tone of the film is going to be extremely dark, similar to Empire. Um, Do you think that there is a chance that Kylo Ren can be redeemed? Uh, Look, I I mean, I hope not. Um, I think... uh... Well, no. Look, I mean, I'm I'm not against it if uh, if if the uh, if the development is like relatively strong. Yep. It will kick off if you get some sort of Ben Solo uh, evil to good turn, and um, and fucking Daisy Ridley turns out to be the fucking villain of the piece. I think um, that would be extremely interesting. That's not going to happen, is it? Like, I can't see her because she's turned into this kind of symbol now, hasn't she? Um, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good thing. I think it would. That could be a really cool narrative uh, spin, but I just can't yeah. can't imagine it happening. Yeah, but I, I guess like uh, so, you're right. I, I think like uh, it would be interesting. Um, I just think uh, in uh, in the sort of world we're in at the moment, I just I could I could not see a. Um, a lead female character. It'd be like fucking Wonder Woman is just suddenly the fucking bad guy. Yeah. And uh, and Batman kills her and all the guys uh, are like, yay! Oh, fam- famously, Star Wars has had an issue uh, before recent, you know, before recently Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Um, Star Wars had a massive issue with um, female characters and the fact that there was yeah. not that many. There was only yeah. Princess Leia and then uh, 
oh, I can't remember her name, General um, Mon Mothma. Yeah, it's Mon, Mon Mothma. Mothma. Yeah, 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 Mon yeah. Mothma. Um, the, the, like the only two women in the galaxy, as far as we could see, because there was hardly <laughs> anyone else. You know what I mean? Um, but now they've obviously taken a, a much more progressive stance with that. You know, Ray <clears throat> being this beacon of hope, as we said in the Force Awakens, and yeah. also you have uh, Jin Erso in Rogue One mm. being this amazing character as yeah, well. She was great. Yeah. She was great. So they have taken a turn for that. And I understand what you're saying about the um, fem- feminist sort of point of view on that. And, and you know, it's great to have this heroine. Mm. But at the same time, <laughs> to have a female character turn to the dark side of the Force, I can't remember in any of the Star Wars, anything that I've seen to do with Star Wars, a female character being to the dark side of the Force, which would be fascinating. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, Gaz, what do you think about Kylo Ren and and uh, Ray? Like I said, I really like Kylo Ren as a as a character. Um, like, there's something just really intriguing about him. Um, maybe it's because it's like looking in a slightly warped mirror. I don't know. Like, he's he's just he's got um, he's got massive limitations as a as the bad guy. Whereas, like, Darth Vader mm. is kind of this um indestructible immovable object with ridiculous powers who does everything from a totally like focused perspective kylo ren is way more rough around the edges and he's you know like mm. he's a bit of a kid like you said he's, he's i don't know he has like temper tantrums and throws and gets yeah. angry yeah. at stuff and I love it. Like I think he's a really complex character, and he could he could yeah. go in any direction at all. Yeah. He? So so I guess like you might you might look at like a Kylo Ren, and think, well, that's that's like what Darth Darth Vader would have been like as a kid, as Anakin yeah, Skywalker, like, well, which we saw in the prequels. But to no, an extent. but like, but but even in the early days of going from I'm trying to save my wife to oh now I've got no legs, one arm, and my wife's dead. Like, yeah, that, that's a that's a bad day. He did that shit little walk and went, oh, you know, uh, worst like, thing I've ever seen. Yeah, awful. No, it's like that. It's all it's awful. If it, I mean, you know, it's probably the worst moment of the prequels, and there's a lot, um, but that's the worst moment. I remember being in the cinema even as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I pissed myself and hating that. Yeah, it was hilarious. But yeah, you're right. Like Kylo is a very complex character, and Daisy Ridley at this point as Rey is a very predictable character. Like you, yeah. you see her ascendancy to the to the well, to the light side yeah, of the so, force. So all all of her uh, all of the negative reaction to her is this. Uh, she can just fucking do everything for no reason. But that might be her relationship to the Force is extremely strong. We don't know her parentage yet, which leads us on to this question. Yeah. And obviously one of the biggest points of the of this, hopefully, The Last Jedi, we ho- hopefully get a bit more insight into whose Rey's parents are. Um, you know, there's been... A, ever since the first, uh, the first episode of this new trilogy, uh, The Force Awakens, mm. we have been questioning whose who Ray's parents are. Um, there's been rumours of it being Luke, rumours of it being Obi-Wan, or related to Obi-Wan somehow. Yeah. Uh, there's also rumours uh, of her just being essentially created from nothing, similar to how Anakin was believed to have been created from nothing, like this sort of Virgin Mary yeah. um, creation, you know, yeah. saviour 
character. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you guys uh, fall on this? I'm going to come to John on this one. What, what, what would you like <coughs> to see, or what would you like the story to sort of give us with Ray's parentage at this point? Um, if they're going down the, the traditional route of the, the Skywalker story, yes, it would be really easy for 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 Daisy Ridley's character Ray to to be um, Luke's offspring. Or yeah, the words that she hears. In uh, in episode seven, that vision, are, yeah, are, are a combination of uh, Alec Guinness and um, uh, Ewan McGregor's uh, yeah Obi Wan. Yeah, um, if uh, if that's not if that's not a clue to her lineage, lineage yeah, yeah, then um, uh, yeah, part of me would feel like it. It, it seems very, it would seem very strange for her to not have some kind of. Uh, family or familial connection to Obi Wan Kenobi after after that. Yeah, you know. and I think um, obviously the, the the moment you're uh, talking about is in Episode Seven when uh, Ray discovers Luke's lightsaber from Empire Strikes Back. He had never found it again after he got his hand chopped off, and yeah. and, and the lightsaber fell down, and you never saw it again. Somehow, um, it wound up um, that little weird alien. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name. Mo- uh, Mo Canada or whatever her name yeah, is, I yeah. can't remember her name. Yeah, Maz Canada, Maz Canada. Yeah. Um, and she has the lightsaber, and as soon as she touches that lightsaber, Ray, she gets this uh vision of everything that maybe has even transpired between the lightsaber and other people that have had it, yeah. or any of that. Um, so we get uh visions of, you know, the Death Star. When inside the Death Star, we get visions of um Luke's new Jedi Academy getting burnt down. Yeah. Um, we get visions even of her future in the snow and the trees where she fights <clears throat> Kylo Ren at the end of the film. Yeah. So we can sense that she's extremely strong with the Force. Very Force-sensitive. Very yeah. Force-sensitive. Like Yoda had the ability to see into the future and sense the present and the yeah. past. Yeah. We don't know many other Jedis that have been able to do that. Yeah. So we get the feeling that Rey has untapped potential beyond belief. Yeah. Gaz, what do you think about Rey's parentage? I guess it's interesting, isn't it, that Rey's... The in, the intrigue in Ray's story is kind of her past, whereas for Kylo Ren it's about his future. Like, yeah, what's he gonna do? Is he is he gonna keep going down this route? Is he gonna um, move over to the light? Is he gonna form a punk band? Like, any of those things are possible, probably. Um, but yeah, Ray's Ray's story it's all about well, who is she and where does she come from? Um, and I guess the there's also there's the potential that um she and that she could be that she'll be connected with um Kylo Ren as well, right? Like there yeah. that they would have there would be um there would be family as well. Yeah, I mean look, uh, observing the first film they they strike me as as a as a pair of people that have some sort of connection. Yeah. And and he had a fascination with her. He kept saying, "What girl? Yeah. You know, who is this girl? Like, yeah. like he knows there has been this girl that has been on the run or been missing for a very long time. He, yeah. You know, we know that Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren, as they're called, who we haven't seen yet, yeah. um, destroyed <clears throat> Luke's Jedi Academy. Um, so they're probably fully aware of every Jedi that was enrolled in that academy. She, yeah. Clearly, Ray was enrolled in that academy at some 
stage or you know as a youngling or whatever they call it stupid term in yeah, the prequels younglings, yeah. halflings or Halfling, whatever. whatever you know Hobbits. so we know that she's got a connection to luke and the jedi academy luke probably knows who she is luke probably sent her into exile to save her because he believed that she might yeah, be maybe, the yeah, yeah. chosen one in the future yeah so maybe kylo's been hunting her for a long time i know we said em, that that the first film that's force awakens was very much like a new hope there's a lot of echoes coming out of production and everything that that this film has a similar tone to Empire. Yeah. If you think about one of the biggest revelations in Empire was about parentage, <laughs> maybe this film will follow in that light. I hope it doesn't get criticism for that because I actually genuinely believe we need to know whose raised parents are. <laughs> the runtime of this film um, is going to be it's eight hours. <laughs> it's a long time. It's two it's and a half mental. hours. It's two and a half hours. Sorry, yeah, two and a half hours. For, is what I meant. Ryan Johnson is the director. Uh, he did uh, Looper if you haven't seen Looper it's a great really good science fiction film I mean it makes no sense with time travel Um, it makes no sense with time travel but um, what it does very well is create this world in which it lives in And, and I think the way he's been talking in interviews and the way he's been conducting himself and the way that Lucasfilm have even now hired him to direct a new trilogy of Star Wars away from the Skywalkers after the end of episode 9 says that they're extremely confident watching early cuts of this film and even the final cut now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very confident that he has absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Um, so in terms of that, he's called this film and he was part of the scripting team for this film as well after J.J. did the J.J. Abrams did the first one, yeah. episode seven. He's called this film The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, it's a very good name. Very good name for the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. when that name was announced... Um, I was like, yes. And all of the marketing and the design and the posters and everything about it looked so on point. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, look, uh, getting one thing out of the way, I mean, I'm, I'm one for 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 criticism. Um, but trailer, name of the film. Yeah. Just awesome. Aesthetic. So good. So far, what they're doing with it. Yeah. Like, is... I mean, I mean, the poster. The poster like, is I mean, unbelievable. That, like, that, yeah, I mean, that might be the fucking cherry on top. Like, yeah. so good. I want to get... It just leaves you guessing. Like, I want to get that... You're buzzing to see it, aren't you? Yeah, it's, I want to get uh, it framed. I want to get that in my house. So good. It just looks great. So good. Um, So, Gaz, the fact that Last Jedi is the title, what do you think that means? Oh, um, that's a good question. Do, do, you think that, do you think that it is to be taken literally and that Rey will be... The last remaining Jedi, um, because they've kind of they kind of threatened this before. Obviously, you know it's been like the the Jedi's have, have gone. Um, yeah. It, it. Do you reckon that's a Do you reckon that's a good storyline for them to go with? Because well, how about this as a storyline in terms of the fact that um, obviously Luke, essentially at this point in time, is the last ordained Jedi. In the fact that he's gone through the training with Yoda, maybe a budget training compared to what you know the other Jedi actually had to go through <laughs> in the prequels. But what about the fact that in the trailer he says something um, very interesting? He says like the Jedi are finished, um, and there's this theory that he's gone to Acto, that planet at the end of uh, Force Awakens, to learn and discover what the Jedi. That's where the Jedi, Jedi originated from. Yeah. And he's gone there to discover why they originated the way they did. And maybe he's gone there to sort of find a new way of... Because maybe he doesn't believe in all the things that the Jedi stand for. Like, they were a sort of totalitarian 
force in the galaxy back in the day as we could see like you yeah. know their way or the highway kind of thing even if they believed it to be true they had a council and everything mm-hmm. but that you know they were still very you know police you know they, they might have good morals but some other people might not see it that way maybe he believes that the jedi is the way they were won't function again yeah and he's trying to genuinely bring balance to the force and create <clears> something <throat> that is a bit more flexible than the jedi order so i guess the good thing about that is that it's it's not it's not rehash rehashing the whole the old story of um oh the jedi uh, are gone with fucks it's more yeah. this is a good like we need we need to evolve and change and yeah. and and understand that there is there's a reason why the sith exist and they choose the dark side of the force mm. And if maybe it's because the Jedi Order was so polar opposite one way, it created this other, you know, negative yeah. aspect. It would be good if um, the original Jedi way uh, was like the dark side. That, that'd be good. Well, that would be an interesting be good, plot development if they find out that why the Jedi yeah. started was because they are a one Je- and the same. They are one and the same. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's interesting that we're gonna, we, you know, very bold title for the film, The Last Jedi. Yeah. You know, we see in the trailer we see Ray being trained by Luke, similar to how Luke was trained by Yoda. Mm. Um, and it seems that throughout the original trilogy and this new trilogy, and similar to the way that the Sith operate, the Sith operate in a way that there is a master and an apprentice, and there's only ever two. Yeah. And it seems, you know, ever since the Jedi Order was destroyed at the end of the prequels and, you know, the subsequent battles after that and yeah. whittled down to the bare bones, it seems that it, the Jedi is now very much echoing the Sith in terms of there is a master and an apprentice. Um, and I just think it's extremely interesting to see the fall of an empire, essentially like the Jedi were, mm. and have this interesting now dichotomy with the Sith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it could be one of these situations where, uh, you know, they realize they can't, they they can't, uh, they can't exist without without the dark. The protagonist of um, the Last Jedi, you know, I think is going to be Supreme Commander or Supreme Leader Snoke, or whatever Snoke, yeah. Snoke, whatever his name is. Yeah, played by Andy Serkis, who famously is the motion capture capture expert. He yeah. did Caesar for Planet Apes, which is incredible. Go check that trilogy out. One of the best trilogy of films you will see since Lord of the Rings. It's a great, excellent, tri- excellent trilogy love of films. Monkeys. Bloody love them. They're apes. Ape, no kill ape. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd fall out. We would fall know. out. Yeah, you know, I you're a Wookiee, so. You'd find it. (laughs) Played by Andy Serkis, we don't know much about Snoke, um, but we know that he is essentially the emperor type figure in this new trilogy of films, manipulating things from behind the scenes and the supreme leader of the First Order. Um, John, what do you think about Snoke? Uh, Well, there's a lot of of mystery about him, isn't there? Like... um... Uh, there's so much, uh, so much theorizing and um, oh yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, but is it is he this guy? Yeah, um, a lot of the theories around his uh, existence seem to come from uh, this uh, idea that he's the the Sith Lord that um, 
what's his face that talks about Darth Sidious yeah, talks so about in Darth episode Sidious three talks about, yeah killing him and uh mm-hmm. So, so Darth Sidious talks about yeah Darth Plagueis. Um, he talks about Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. There you go. Um, so uh, yeah, hashtag knowledge. Hashtag knowledge. Um, hashtag fan critical. Yeah, if you wish. If you wish. Um, um, yeah, you so, right. yeah. So the yeah. story you're, you're talking about is the fact that um, <clears throat> that, that you know Darth Sidious, who is the Emperor, um, Sheev Palpatine, you know the you know whatever he is, you know whatever name you want to call him, yeah, talks to Anakin in Episode Three. Um, about how there was this story of a of a, a, ma- a Sith master who yeah. was so powerful that he could manipulate life itself, yeah. and could bring people back from the dead, and that is essentially what turned Anakin to the dark side because he had these visions of Padme dying, yeah, in a very um, like weak way, in a very yeah. weak way, yeah. Um, and it's heavily believed that Darth Sidious is the the apprentice in this story that yeah, kills yeah, yeah. darth yeah. plagueis yeah and learns his secrets and that's how he persuades anakin to the yeah. dark side to become darth vader so if there was a sith that could manipulate life and death um then it's very possible that even if sidious thought he had killed plagueis that he could somehow resurrect himself we know that qui-gon and Obi-Wan and Yoda could come back as force ghosts. So they have found a way to manipulate the life force or yeah. something. So there's a way that that could happen with the Sith yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe in a more zombie-like way, which is kind of what Snoke looked like. You know, you look at his yeah, face, yeah, yeah, he's like got a massive yeah. scar in his skull. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's had like a, a lightsaber to the head. Yeah, he's had a big weekend. It's a very big weekend, that boy. Um, I, like the, um, I like the theory that's going around at the moment that Snoke is... Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> that would be, that would be. That's when they've hired George Lucas in as a writer. Mm. It's like all oh, like getting one of the Walking Dead writers in on on Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Misa um, Snugs. No. Man. No. Wrong. Fuck off. So we said about uh, the fact that this film tonally is going to be quite dark, uh, mm. but I thought I'd finish the discussion on on uh, just this part of the podcast. Uh, to discuss the fact that they've brought in some new creatures to yeah. uh, The Last Jedi. So we, even though we said it's going to be dark, there looks to be some really cute Furby things in there. Yeah, that little like penguin thing. Porg, it's called a porg, yeah. Little porg. Little porgy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it does. So, so do you know what, John? I think you've nailed that impression. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah I've been working on it for I'm, eight weeks. I'm very proud of you. I've you been can't, to work, I'm unemployed now. Yeah, but you can't do a Chewbacca, but I'll tell you what, that porg was pretty on point, mate. <laughs> That is on point. Um, yeah. And there's also a really cool looking crystal fox. I oh, mean, yeah, I could do an impression of that as well. Go on then. Nailed it. No, he's nailed it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Were you in Foley for this? I don't mean. No, yeah, I did films. Gaz, I know you're one for uh, cute creatures, being one yourself. Aww. Aww. Um, what, 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 uh, what do you think about this? I, no, see, I actually, I wonder, I, I'm wondering, who are these cute creatures for? Like, <laughs> what is what the, like... Well, I think we all know. I don't know. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let's be honest. Apart from Jar Jar fucking Binks, right, who's a fucking idiot, and we agree is a load of shit, let's just be honest that when A New Hope came out, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, you know, is a creature. <laughs> Chewbacca! Chewbacca. Fuck, I've had, I've had too many rums. I've had too many rums. 
Chewbacca. What Star Wars podcast is this? Oh, this is a fucking... Chewbacca. Yeah, it's budget, mate. It's like Pez Jesus. back in the day. We can't get the real names. Yeah. Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's be honest that the characters that we see in the original trilogy who are creep you know, creature like are quite cute. You know, you get the Banther, you get the Wampa, you mm. get the Chewbacca. <laughs> Just wanted John up. Um, so you get all those characters. <laughs> Exclude the prequels. I think there's there's scope here to bring some new, interesting little little critters on the way. No, but they're there to sell merchandise, aren't they? Hundred percent there to sell merchandise. Right. They're there. They are there to encourage kids to have happy meals. <laughs> do not be mean to happy meals mate yeah. i love a happy meal that's what they're for though that is that's the point that yeah. one day one day they are literally i reckon just gonna have like oh look it's a little burgle bum and it's a it's a burger it's just a <laughs> mcdonald's cheeseburger running around um <laughs> um but no, I'm actually excited for this. I mean, a crystal fox is fucking cool. That's cool. I'm excited about that. And I'm excited yeah. about the little porg. I, I, you know, I, I went around. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking about this. I went around when I was in Florida. Furbies came out, right? Yeah. You know, I was, a, I was a teenager at the time. Probably like 12, maybe 13, sorry. 21. Uh, yeah, secretly. <laughs> and... Um, and uh, I remember my parents drove to like about honestly seven different Toys R Us in America to find me a Furby. Found the only one left in one of those stores. It took us about two days. Um, but I, I love Furbies. Boy. I love Furbies, yeah. and I love Porgs. But just the idea that now I have to drive Len around <laughs> after the film. So me and John, me and John are going to see the film uh, next Sweetie. Thursday on the day of release. We're going to go see the film. And uh, I think, John, after we've seen the film and I fall in love with the Porgs, you're going to have to take me to every Toys R Us no, in the Croydon like, and South East London so area. Annoying. Is that so okay? Annoying. Yeah. No, and a hap- okay, and I'd it? like a Happy Meal afterwards, please. Well, uh, well, now it would be easier if it was like the new character was just the fucking chicken nugget. Because then you just go, oh, look. Oh, yeah, it's the chicken nugget. <laughs> just, oh, look at his little voice. I'm going to ask everyone to fill up their drinks because uh, we're going to come back to some predictions later on at the end of the episode. But right now we're going to be playing a game, which I like to call, this is not the quiz that you are looking for. So the idea of this quiz is going to be turn-based because I know you two bicker when it, uh, you have to shout out your names. Oh, oh no, it's my turn. Yeah, so the idea of this quiz is I have a list of Star Wars characters and quotes from some of the films. Um, some of which are real and are from the Star Wars universe or any Star Wars novel or any Star Wars iteration. Don't read any of that. Well... And others are some that I potentially have made up or sourced from other locations or other films or anything like that. Mm. And all you need to do is tell me whether they are Star Wars or if they're not, you have to say it's a trap. It's a trap. Okay. Yeah. 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 You like that? So Star Wars, if you believe it to be true. And it's a trap if you believe it to be false. You have a choice. Every time I ask you a question, you can say character or yep. quote. Cool. Who won the last quiz? It was Gareth. 
who won the Justice League quiz. Believe it or not, with his terrible knowledge of DC, he somehow pulled it out of the bag. Oh, look, fair play. Gaz, would you like a Star Wars character or would you like a Star Wars quote? I feel like the quotes could be good fun. Okay, here's your quote. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> oh, all right. We're off to a good start. <laughs> Very gymnastic. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. I'm going to say it's a meme and not. So, hold on. It's a trap. Incorrect. It is famously said by Annie Skywalker in The Phantom Menace. That's how terrible the dialogue is in those yeah. films. And we're going to get a lot more of that as we continue. John, you have a choice. You can have a character or you can have a quote. Uh, I'll go character then. Let's character? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. John, your character is Darth Millennial. Darth, come on. <laughs> Darth Millennial? That sounds shit, man. That sounds shit. Like... I need a Star Wars or It's a Trap. I mean, that, that's got to be a trap. It's a trap. Incorrect. That is actually a Sith character. That's so bad. Darth Millennial. That's awful, that. But fuck You've got to think. Really there's, a lot, there's a lot of Star Wars characters. Think about Ewoks. Think about droids. Think about Sith. Think about Jedi. Okay, Gaz, coming on to you next. You can have a quote or a character. I'll go with character as well. Here's your character. Droopy McCool. <laughs> I mean, that is mental. Like, uh, um, if that's real, I'm just I'm fucking pulling out of the quiz now. Droopy no, McCool. That, that is nonsense. <laughs> Droopy McCool. What the fuck is that? That's what bullshit. That? I can't believe this. Um, <laughs> Droopy McCool. Droopy McCool sounds like. Drew McCall sounds like somebody West Ham would sign in the January transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is so stupid that I don't think if if you're coming up with I'm so depressed if that's true. I've got to say <laughs> it's a big universe, mate. Could be because like Darth Millennial is shit, but I mean that. I mean, come on, man. I'm a Star Wars. So you believe that Droopy McCool. He's a Star Wars character. <laughs> Correct, he is a Star Wars character. Droopy McCool. He's in the Hut Entourage. He's in the Jabba the Hut Entourage. What's the point in this? John, I'm going to ask you, would you like a quote or a character? Let's go with a quotey. I don't care what universe you're from. That's got to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so, like, broad. That, I mean, it could be true, couldn't it? But it also sounds a bit gay. And I think... Um, but no, I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go at all. Um, particularly not in Australia. Just voted for um, it. But well it just it's a it seems a bit gay for Hollywood. So I'm gonna say no. I mean that's a, that it's a trap. Incorrect. That is said in the Star <laughs> Wars prequels. <laughs> this is nonsense. This is making you realise how bad the dialogue is in the Star Wars prequels. Do not yeah, take I mean, like... do not take anything as a no no here. All right, guys, you won a lot. There's two questions left each. What would you like? Would you like a character or a quote? I might go. I might go for a quote again. That was fun. Hey you, I eat droids for breakfast. <laughs> I eat droids for breakfast. That's very um, it's very nineties, isn't it? Um, it's a trap. It's a trap. Correct. It is a trap. 
Gav sails into a 2-0 lead. John, you need this. Yeah, let's go for a character then. Go on then. Yeah, character. John has Mr. chosen... Mr. Bumble. John has chosen character. Um, John, John... Darth Bumble. Darth Bumble. Oh, <laughs> John, your character is... Wumpy Wicket. <laughs> See, this is this annoys me. Uh, yeah, one of the Ewoks is a wicket, isn't it? But is it a Wumpy Wicket? Uh, what what's the opposite to it's a trap? Star Wars. Star Wars is Just Star Wars. You think that's real? Yeah. Well, who knows, mate? At this point, that is a very good point. Incorrect. I made it up earlier today. <laughs> but who, what is his actual name? Wumpy Wicket doesn't exist, mate. Guys, I've just um. I've just googled Droopy McCool. Have you seen what he is? <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Like the the elephant fella. Guys, would you like a quote or a character? I'll take a character, please. Okay. Still tight. Well, <laughs> anyone's game. Anyone's game. This could be the winning one. Here's your character. Your character is lumpy. Right. <laughs> like, Whoever's come up with that, whether it's you or George Lucas, they're not trying. Darth Lumpy. Darth (laughs) (laughs) Lumpy. Right, guys. Just a weird blood thing. Lumpy. Is it Star Wars or It's a Trap? Uh, Look, in a world where Droopy McCool exists, I feel like Lumpy is not too much of a stretch. Um... In fact, I imagine Lumpy is maybe part of Droopy McCool. Like one of his ears or something. <laughs> I'm going to say Star Wars. Correct. Lumpy is, uh, I think it's Chewbacca's nephew in the Star Wars Christmas special. But how is Chewbacca called Chewbacca and his cousin is Lumpy? Thanks for playing the quiz, guys. I have to say, Gaz, well done for winning again. Yeah, You've taken it. the lead. I'd just like to thank... Um, my parents, because uh, obviously I wouldn't be here without them. I would like to thank Droopy McCool. <laughs> Let's move on to predictions, guys. I want your predictions. We're going to see it uh, on Thursday, the day it comes out. Me and John are going, guys you're going to be going pretty much the day of release or the day after. What are our predictions for The Last Jedi? I want to know what the one major thing that you want to happen is or the one major thing that you think is going to happen is. John, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, so I think we're probably going to see an appearance of Droopy McCall. <laughs> He's back. Absolute <laughs> bombshell. Uh, right, so... I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, Ben Solo was killed off, to be honest. That'd be oh, good. That'd be interesting. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. That'd be really good. Um, in terms of what I expect to happen, I hate to say it, and I hope it doesn't, I think all the original lot are, are, will be killed off in this one. Wow. Well, we know that Leia, obviously, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, she died in real life. Yeah. Um, and we know that, I don't think she filmed anything for episode nine. I know they were doing a bit of a crossover. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty certain that um, this was the last thing that she ever filmed. Um, so we know that sadly she'll probably be killed off. Yeah. Unless they do the amazing CG work that they've done recently in Blade Runner and also yeah, I... also in uh, Rogue One. 
but so we know that that yeah you're probably right in terms of leia um but you believe luke this is luke's last journey as well in the star wars universe yeah but uh, and also chewbacca wow yeah, if Chewie like, dies, I no, think that's so, going to be. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it would. Like, everyone would be a bit. Ah, blah blah blah. What's Lumpy going to do Lumpy. afterwards? It'll be devastated. But no, I think like there needs to be some sort of right. The old is the old, and the new is the new. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be some sort of distance between the two. Um, I kind of get the impression that the Porg from the trailer. <laughs> it, thanks, John. Thanks. Is flawless impression again. Yeah, thanks. Is going to be a good companion for Chewbacca because obviously Chewie's lost Han. Gaz, what's your prediction, mate? My prediction is that Happy Meal sales are going to go through the roof over the next couple of months. Yes. Um, we are going to see utterly pointless little plastic toys. Maybe, maybe, if you're lucky, there might be one or two of those ones that have wheels where you like wind them back and then they zip off. Top quality McDonald toy, but it's rare, isn't it? It is rare. They, they, um. But uh, my other predictions are, I reckon Man City have got the league wrapped up, um, <laughs> unfortunately. Anyway, I, um, I I totally agree with John in that I don't th- I don't think they're going to reverse the roles either um, of of Kylo Ren and and Rey. Um, uh, the more likely one I think is that Kylo Ren could. Uh, possibly verge towards um goodness and i don't think that's a bad shout at all though J mac that he could maybe in the process of doing that be killed off um so maybe his final act is to sort of do something heroic um but it's a bit cliche isn't it well well, here's something Do do you think any of the new lot are gonna die yeah good question so you've got you've got Finn, you've got Ray, you've got Poe, um, I, I mean, BB-8. I thought, like, um, I thought Poe Dameron would die in the first one. Well, famously, uh, he actually, you know, when they had when he crashed on um, Jakku, the desert planet. Yeah. Um, when they crashed him and him and Finn, mm. he was originally scripted to be dead at that point. Right. But but obviously, because they got Oscar Isaac to play yeah, Poe yeah, Dameron and they yeah. saw his interpretation of Poe to yeah. be very strong, they felt like his character had so much more to give. Mm. So they kept him alive and they had him survive that moment. Um, so he might be living on borrowed time. We know that he was meant to be killed in the first episode of this new trilogy, um, which is quite interesting. I think that uh, Finn had his, obviously, uh, near-death experience when he famously anyone who's not force sensitive who picks up a lightsaber pretty much always dies yeah uh, and finn picked it up took on kylo ren did a good job actually yeah but maybe he is force sensitive who knows who's his parents i i think because he's obviously making a recovery at the end of uh force awakens yeah. he's gonna have a big part to play and in the trailer we see him fighting captain phasma played by gwendolyn christie from game of thrones brienne yeah. of tarth yeah. um so we know that rivalry is going to be resumed mm. you know renewed um, I think the most likely candidate to die is probably Poe, um, yeah. Poe Dameron. Ray's obviously there till the end. Finn, I think, is a love interest for Ray to an extent. They had some sort of connection that was quite romantic at times. Yeah. Um, and I think that could. I don't think they'll see much much of each other in this film. Mm. I think they'll be reunited uh, in the 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 next chapter. 
Um, but it's interesting to see how that relationship grows being apart from each other. I think, yeah. you know, Ray really cares for Finn and Finn obviously went, you know, is a bit, was a bit of a coward and then yeah. became heroic to yeah, go and yeah. rescue yeah, Ray. Yeah. So that's a really interesting uh, relationship that I want to see develop. Um, my prediction is that um, for this film is that we're going to see Kylo swerve towards the good side of the force I'm not necessarily certain that Rey is going to go towards the dark side of the Force, um, but I'm pretty certain, obviously, that Leia's going to die in this film. Yeah. As we said, for the reasons we've, we've stated, sadly, Carrie yeah. Fisher passed away earlier this year. So, yeah. travesty for you know the, anyone who's a Star Wars fan and Star Wars universe. Um, but I'm also... I think we're going to see Snoke and what his full range of powers are. He seems to be, from the trailer anyway, very force strong, um, but not necessarily a Sith. So I think that's an interesting thing that we're going to mm. see. Someone who is force sensitive, but not a Sith. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to see the Knights of Ren, finally. Uh, Kylo's group of maybe Sith trainees yeah. that we haven't seen at this point. So I think the, the universe is going to be expanded, uh, which is good, because the universe is already massive, obviously. But we're going to see these characters that have been talked about in the last film. And I just, I think Luke's going to survive. I think Luke is going to be there until some point in the third film um, to really hand over the torch. We know he's a bit hesitant, maybe from the trailers, to train Ray at this point because yeah. he sees the potential in her as being devastating yeah. um, if it goes, if she goes towards the dark side. But I think that we will see Luke uh, make it through this film, maybe even have an amazing uh, lightsaber battle <clears throat> with Kylo. Cool. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. So I'd like to see Luke in action because, let's face it, the last time we saw Luke in action was Return of the Jedi and that lightsaber battle with Darth Vader at the time was fucking awesome. Was fucking awesome. I, I, I'd still have that as uh, you know, one of my favourites in yeah. terms of um, just th- pure emotion. It's amazing. And I think with lightsaber battles, a lot of the time you, you, you don't have the... Emo- <laughs> with the prequels it was like okay we know who's going to sort of survive here mm. so there's no sort of jeopardy in it yeah. when we had empire and we saw like luke ta- an undertrained luke take on darth vader we were like fucking hell what is going to happen here and you've had all the warnings from yoda and obi-wan and the whole fight was amazingly choreographed and yeah. just well done in that amazing setting that had like multi levels and multi aspects to it and it was very dark and Return of the Jedi was the same in terms of the fact that you finally saw Luke come of age. Yeah, he's fucking smashed into bits. Yeah, and even the the lightsaber battle between Rey and Kylo Ren, because they're both like amateurs mm. to an extent, was really good. And the cinematography was amazing in the snow and the woodland. And it was just, it, was, it looked amazing. Um, and we didn't know really what was going to happen. So I'm really hoping they have another, I mean, look, Star Wars is you know, forged upon these lightsaber battles at the end of the day. That's what you kind of remember, the mm. iconic moments like that. Mm. And I hope we get another one in this, whether it's Ray and Kylo fighting again, but I would love to see a Luke-Kylo fight. Yeah. That would be interesting. <clears throat> that That's what I'd like to well, see. Any, any kind of Luke. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, the second episode was not great for the most part. Um, but any time there were lightsabers involved, it was pretty cool. What, Attack of the Clones? Yeah, so like uh, watching Mace Windu just fucking Tear up. take Samuel L. Uh, Jackson as well. Django Fett's head off with a... Yeah, that was wicked. Yeah, I was just like, oh my word, he's just and, decapitated. And as it's, much... It's a fucking children's film, is it not? As much, <laughs> as much as we hate the prequels in terms of the dialogue and maybe some of the decisions they made to focus on like trade and all that bollocks... Um, 
the fact that you know some of the lightsaber battles i remember seeing obi-wan versus anakin that is a good lightsaber battle yeah, like it shows the jedi yeah. when they were at their yeah, height of power unbelievable yeah, chore- it's choreography it was cool it was cool there's some stupid shit in it but but it, it was, looked cool yeah. didn't it and yeah, um like, you compare that to fucking <laughs> obi-wan <laughs> and darth fucking darth vader we're just standing there and it's like you can't win darth so we can all agree that we're extremely excited for this week oh, um, Absolutely we are going to go see it the day it's out and we're going to be podcasting about it this time next week it will be out our podcast on star wars the last jedi uh which will we're all hoping to be yeah. a very big success if you're interested we do do other things less interesting than star wars but also more hilarious we cover the walking dead um it's a mid-season finale <laughs> yeah very much so john it's mid-season finale is next tuesday and our podcast covering that will be out uh, on the Wednesday, um, we're hoping that the series can salvage what has been at this point a very bad Dying. run. Um, but we do like it because we like to have a lot of fun with it. Um, we're also going to be doing a Christmas special, which will be out. Uh, <laughs> oh, boo, Christmas, boo. Fuck Christmas. Um, which will be out uh, close to Christmas time. We're not exactly sure. We're not no, exactly Christmas sure. Yeah, 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 just yeah. put it out on Christmas because everyone has nothing else to well, do on Christmas. Christmas isn't it? But other than that... Um, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're at fancritical, fan underscore critical that is, on Instagram, and we're at fancriticalpod on Twitter. Mm. Uh, we also would love you to leave us a review on iTunes. And John doesn't mind if it's a one star or two star. He'll have any review. If I anything. don't mind. Gaz, I want to thank you down in Australia, our little Yoda friend. Well, um, again, I can't believe you haven't gone with Ewok. Cannot believe it. And uh, I'd like to thank our resident oh, Wookiee, J Mac, who is uh, more pissed than I can say during his podcast. But he's done well to get through it. Thanks yeah, very much, no, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See you guys next week where we review The Last Jedi. Laters, potatoes. Yay. Stop doing that.